Anyone else? That's a good one. And I, I was reading that as well as I was preparing. And, and actually, he was a foreigner as well, as you know, so poor dude. He's like, I just came to tell you something. And then he gets killed. Je uh, Sarah. Don't, that's good, and don't despise the day of small beginnings. It says in um, it's uh, is it Ezekiel? No, it's one of the puppets. Oh, I knew it. Anyway, awesome. Anybody else burning with passion and want to share? And so we learned from David that he was a man of honor, and a man of obedience, a worshiper in all circumstances. He had a contrite heart. He knew God. And he was broken and humble. Um, and then, thank you. And then afterwards, we you guys weren't here for that, but we had a time of soaking afterwards. It was really cool. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, dang it. Um, does anybody else want to share um, a bit what happened to them during the soaking? Um, you don't have to, but if, if um, after processing it, um, you want to share. Elena was sharing about Jesus. Um, how I would just love that story, how he was sitting on a, a, wooden, a simple wooden stool and just like asking her to come up to his feet. And then she's like, why do you have that stool? Like, you know... Um, don't you want a more comfy chair? And he's like, I made it. <laughs> and I'm like, I wonder if he made it when he was like little. Or, you know, I just think it's so cool. And that that, that was his style. Little, but I just, I, I don't know, it just brought 
his person to life. This is so cool. Does anyone else want to share experience from soaking time? Something um, I heard, uh, and uh, that maybe it could have been that some some it might be hard sometimes to soak because you're like, I don't want to fall asleep. I don't want to fall asleep. But I, ne I never actually said that it was a, it wasn't okay to fall asleep. <laughs> so I probably went in and out of sleep, you know, just during that hour as well. So like the the a real good point of of soaking is just learning how to rest and. I mean, I found myself striving. I need to get something from you, Lord, you know. But I was like, no, Sam, just be, you know, just be like, just be. And it, I don't, sometimes we just don't give ourselves the permission to just be. So, hi, Min. Nice to see you. Um, I know we have a few more who are out sick. Um, Kenzie's back tomorrow night. So, so good. It's complete. Lovely. So, I know I didn't, yeah, nobody's got their hand up, so it's cool. Um, so, yes, that's what happened. We learned how the Holy Spirit can um, teach us how to live lives of character. And, obviously, we see in the New Testament that um, it goes more into depth of that. And there's way more about the Holy Spirit that's in the Bible that I'm not touching on, but I just felt these were the points where he wanted me to go. Um, today I'm going to speak a little bit about life in the Spirit, um, because Holy Spirit is one who bears witness, bears testimony of who God is and of Jesus. So we want to be able to show others Jesus by how we live our life. And Holy Spirit is great because he helps us do that. Can I have someone re... Well, no, we're going to... Do it together. Galatians 5, 13 to 20. Oh, it's a little bit down here. But um, can everyone see that? Should we read it together? One, two, three. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. But do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. So I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Praise the Lord. So, yeah, though we are Christian and we are saved, we are living for the Lord, we are not exempt from the battle of our flesh. There will always be a struggle on this side of the kingdom. There will always be a struggle and we'll always be trying to gain a high place in our lives. Like the flesh will be trying to gain that high place. So what does it mean? Can you turn me down a little bit maybe? Or the bass? I just feel a bit boomy. Woo! What does it mean to live by the Spirit? So in Galatians 5.16, Paul encourages, he says that by walking in the Spirit, we will not gratify the desires of the flesh. 
So we need to walk in the Spirit, which means that the Spirit should be stronger than our flesh. Because if our spirit is stronger, then we won't have the desire. We can easily say no to our flesh. And our flesh is, you know, it kind of wants us to succumb to it all the time. Paul here was writing to the Galatian church at the time because they were being pressured to circumcise their flesh um, in order to become a Christian. So the Jewish Christians who were getting saved around that time were kind of telling all of, all of the Gentile Christians, you should also follow our customs and get circumcised. Um, but Paul was saying, no, that's not the case. You don't have to do that. Um, but Paul was writing to them saying that not necessarily, like flesh wasn't the point here. They were making it all about the flesh. Flesh is not the point. We don't subdue our flesh by doing something to our flesh, which is circumcision. But he was saying that we subdue our flesh by making our, doing something to our spirit. So if our spirit is strong and submitted to God, and we live our lives by the spirit, then the flesh will come into submission to our spirit. So they were all hung up. Like, you become a Christian by doing something to your flesh. Like, you... Make your flesh submit. But God is like, no, by, by walking by the Spirit, by knowing that your spirit is stronger, that is how the flesh will su submit. So that, yeah, they were kind of getting a little bit wrong. So our spirit can be stronger than our fleshly desires, and we can overcome sin by living in the Spirit. So... Um, what are different ways that we can live in the Spirit? There are a few. And I want to use the word by strengthening, strengthening our spirit as well. What are different ways that we can strengthen our spirit? Um, maybe discuss a few in, in your groups. And maybe Jeannie and Lynn can chat. Um, and just like brainstorm for, for a minute what are different ways that we can strengthen the spirit? And then we'll convene. Ready, steady, go. One minute. What? No. Oh, that was an old one. But I had two more. So um, this one can you throw away? But um, there were two more that I said. Is it for like the whole, like this a lot of them? Yeah, it's for everyone and it's an um, evaluation. <laughs> it's wrong and actually... That was a minute. Do you need another minute? Another minute. 50 seconds.
20 minutes, seconds. 20 hundred minutes. Okay. We're going to shout them out here anyway, so. What are different ways that we can strengthen out our spirit? Working out? How, how do you mean? How, how do we work out our spirit? Yeah. Okay, there's one of them. Speaking in tongues. Shara Parentheses. Work. Apparently, speaking in tongues is known to medically boost your immune system. It's true. I've heard it. If you speak... Yeah, I, well, but it's not the only way, but I'm just saying. Okay, any more ways? We've got speaking in tongues. Tongues. Who said what? Prayer. So pray, yeah. Got. Awesome. Meditating on scripture. You said fasting, Lauren? How else? It builds faith, so strengthens your face. Faith. Strengthening faith by doing. By doing, praying for miracles. Not just talking about it, but taking it to the streets. Uh, bless you. Anyone else? Did you discuss any praise and thanks? Thanksgiving is a good one. Anything else? We could listen to podcasts. Speaking the truth. Yeah. Maybe not in this context, but we can write the scripture anyway. Um, but, yeah, listen to podcasts. Read books. Read books. Good Christian books. <laughs> you're, you're jumping ahead. Um, so, listening to worship music. Singing and playing worship music to God. So, all of these things, you know... We're filling our minds with good things. So those are some ways of strengthening our spirits. What are okay now? What are some? What are some ways that we feed our flesh? What do we? How do we strengthen our flesh? Wait, 
You have to let me. Flesh. Okay. Food. Netflix. And, and I'm talking about um, more your fleshly desires as well. So, yeah, not necessarily. But food, I mean, food could totally, we could, you, we, we could want food more than we want Jesus. And that is definitely the wrong way around. So people, and what do you, give me an example about people. Like, like what about people? So hang on a second. So when um, I just want to say about, because it's not a bad thing to get comfort from people because we need relationship in order to get joy, which is what we learned about yesterday. So we do need relationship, but it's when, um, when we, like I think what you meant, like when we go to people constantly instead of going to God um, and, and looking to that, maybe like, yeah, too much. Um, yeah. Codependent kind of thing. Money. So the love of money kind of thing. So what else was said? Um, Netflix, watching junk on TV. Say. <laughs> Not spending time with God. But what were you doing instead? Looking at Facebook, Pinterest. Yeah. But just ways like feeding it, like um, things to do. Not not just necessarily the place in our hearts, but what are we doing? Like so. Yeah, listening to music that that maybe is is not edifying. Music that is like angry or rude. You know, is is. Music that um, makes uh, women look bad, or like things like that, like or men look bad. Just what is it that we're we're allowing into our lives, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm not necessarily saying that we should never watch TV or we should never look at Facebook or Pinterest or or Netflix, but um, but it's like, what are we? Um, if we're feeding our flesh more than we're feeding our spirit, that's when it gets a little bit um, skew-if. So, and there's some, th- some things you could do um, to strengthen our spirits. Something I do, I try and do every day, is blessing my spirit. Um, and, it's, and I've told you this before, but I mean, most mornings and every day, I, um, I try and bless my spirit. I say, I bless my spirit to lead my soul and my body. Um, to receive whatever the Lord has for me today. I bless my spirit to lead my soul and my body to lead this class well, to have wisdom and revelation. So, so I speak that over myself and I'll, I'll either speak that in my mind or I'll speak it out loud and just to kind of, I put my spirit on the head of myself today. And when I say my spirit, I'm talking about Holy Spirit, spirit. It's like, it's this. You can't separate, I can't separate my spirit from Holy Spirit because he's living inside of me in that spirit. So, so that's, I'm including Holy Spirit in that. Um, 
So that's what I do um, to love well. I bless my spirit to love well, to make good decisions, that, that sort of thing. And it's based, and, and what I'm doing is I'm telling my flesh, you don't have the rule of me today. I'm not going to succumb to the desires of my flesh more than what the Lord wants, more than the spirit. So, and sometimes I do it quite a few times. Like if, if I find my flesh wanting to do something else or, or whatever. Um, so doing it has been a real help. It's really helped me in my thought life. And um, it's kind of allowed lies from the enemy to be like just stunt, stunted. It's like they don't, they don't penetrate my, uh, my thought life like they used to. Um, and then, I, so I'll recognize the lie real quick. I'll be like, that's not true, you know, and, and I don't even entertain it. So that's been really good. I mean, I'm not saying it's fixed all my problems. <laughs> I still have to have, um, to go deep and have inner healing for various things. But uh, it's just a really good practice for me that I would recommend all of you do. Um, and I've also started doing this thing. I'm declaring out truths from scripture. And there's a book called Blessing Your Spirit by Arthur Burke, and which I recommend. And it basically, you, you get truths to speak out over yourself every day. And I'm getting fed as I discipline myself every day to do that. Um, and we'll, maybe we'll practice that a little bit later. Question, how can you tell if your spirit needs feeding? What are some of the signs? That would definitely be, be a, I think so, uh, an indication that you need to be in God's presence. That there's something between you and God that you need to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Feeling burnt out. Feeling burnt out, yeah. That's a good one. Irritated, easily irritated. You, you guys in the couch, you're so welcome to, to say as well. Just raise your hand and I'll, yeah. Are you often tempted to sin and give in to it easily? When, um, when faced with a tough situation, what are the first thoughts that come to you? Are they thoughts of God, of victory, of peace? Or are they thoughts of doom, negativity, selfishness? Do you think of yourself first or do you think of others first? Does the idea of doing the right thing make you feel sick? Do you not like the idea of embracing the opportunity to serve or love others unconditionally? Mm-hmm. 
Wow, that comes from pride. So yeah, there's definitely, I think we all need <laughs> to spend more time feeding our spirits. There are definitely times, you know, that I'm, I need that. We all need to do that. Um, yeah, so we, we kind of saw how we can do that, how we can strengthen our spirits. Blessing your spirit using the word. Find a good scripture that you can write out, put on your mirror, and just declare it over yourself, over each other, maybe, as well. And if there's a, sp a particular person that you don't get along with, or you really struggle with, try and do something about it by loving them. Do something loving for them. Do something... Um, that would bless them, even though it were, you don't want to do it with all of your heart. You know, by doing it and, and making that sacrifice, you are breaking the spirit of, uh, yeah, of what's going on. You're moving in the opposite spirit. So I would definitely encourage that and praying for them as well. Um, maybe God will ask you to give up stuff so that you... Maybe stuff that you use to escape and not go to him or not go to um, the things that are, that are good. Maybe he will ask you to, yeah, do something for someone. So these are all good good ones. Um, I've heard a story of, of uh, a lady. Her name is Mariette Lowe. Some of you know her, but she's really cool. And she always talks about life in the spirit and walking in the spirit. And something that happened to her was someone came up to her and said, Mariette, your spirit is hungry. Like, your spirit is um, thin. You need to feed your spirit. And she's like, how do I do that? And the Lord showed her a time. He's like, okay, I want you to, for I don't know however long, give up lunch. And during that lunchtime, she would walk around the property praying in tongues and just speaking to her spirit and praying. And after that time, somebody actually came up to her and said, a different person probably, and was just like, your spirit is fat. You know, so like there was a big difference as she fed her spirit by not eating, but she actually did something about it. So it could be that you wake up early, um, go for a walk and start praying or um, reading your Bible you know, sometimes we wake up early and we're just like tired, maybe we fall asleep, but just the fact that we start it, that we do it, that we're saying, Lord, I put you number one, um, it, it helps you and every day it gets easier and easier um, and he sees your heart, you know. Don't, don't think it has to be perfect from day one. Um, it does take time, like the soaking, you know. It's not going to be shoof revelations, you know, we have to, there's a lot of process that we have to go through. Um, but it takes us doing something about it. It takes us feeding our spirit. Um, when we're hungry, we, we will walk all the way down to McDonald's to get something. So when you need more of the spirit, it requires action. So I'm going to show you, we're going to do this blessing the spirit thing. Um, I thought I'd do one day 22. So 
you guys can see the different days. I haven't done yet today. I, I didn't do it yesterday either, but... Um, I thought we could practice just doing this one. Hunger for God, that one's a good one. But I liked, um, I liked this one because we talked about David yesterday. Um, so we're going we're gonna to say this out loud together. But then, obviously, this is your name. So say your name when we do it. You, can everyone read it? Some, maybe you guys might need to. Ready? So this is bringing gl the glory of God. And this is you are talking to your spirit or blessing your spirit with these words. And it says, okay, ready? Go. Samantha, listen with your spirit to the word of God for you. So David and the elders of Israel and the commanders of units of a thousand went to bring up the ark of the covenant of the Lord from the house of Obed-Edom with rejoicing. The ark of the covenant was the mark of the manifest presence of God. The Philistines had captured the ark over 40 years before. David wanted to right this wrong and have the glory of God abiding in Jerusalem. With good intentions but flawed methodology, he took many people to bring the ark up to Jerusalem. However, they made a mistake and God killed one of the men. So they stopped and left the ark in the home of Obed-Edom. David later brought the ark up to Jerusalem correctedly with great rejoicing. Samantha, your culture is yearning and crying out for something more than religion or churchianity. It is crying out for legitimate, powerful presence of God to move among his people. There is a great deal of mobilization to bring a new move of God. Flawed and inadequate methods have been disappointing and not looked upon with favor by God. I bless you with a desperate hunger and thirst for bringing the manifest glory of God to your community. I bless you with the vision and anointing to see what is necessary to prepare the way, what God requires of you before he will come and tabernacle with you. I bless you with implementing the truth from the word of God that will bring the joy of visitation of God into your family or community or city. I bless you with being the leader or having a leader with the anointing to implement the necessary components to do the job. The scribes and Levites who know the truth and the king who is in a position to organize everything and bring revival into your community and your family. I bless you with having favor with those who are a part of the gift mix for this to happen. Leaders, followers, the church, and unchurched. Samantha, I bless you with cutting a new path with violating the old path. David was chosen by God to introduce a new facet of worship into the stream of religious history. For 500 years, there was no worship with music in the tabernacle. There were sights, sounds, smells, ceremonies, clothing, and routines of worship that pleased God, but no musical worship. God waited over 500 years for his man to have the creativity to introduce music as worship. David was that man. When David tried to bring up the ark the first time, he had all kinds of musicians, but he violated the way that God had prescribed that the ark would be moved. In his excitement about embracing the good new thing, he ignored the old, and God judged the process. Later, David stood on the foundation of the old and obeyed the commands to carry the ark on staves on the shoulders of the priests. 
He stood on the righteous foundation of the past without violating it. Then he added worship, the new thing he wanted to introduce. I bless you with the wisdom and anointing to stand solidly on the righteous past, yet not be locked into the forms and manners of tradition. I bless you with seeing outside the traditions and norms of the religious movement into which you were born. I bless you with eyes to see the new past, to minister the new forms of serving God with new songs. I bless you with the ability to sing the song of the gospel in a different key, doing no violence to the word or the message that must remain unchanged. I bless you with the blessing of David to hold the truth of the old and bring in the revelation of the new and experience the manifest presence of God in your community. I bless you in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. That was a word, wasn't it? It was a ton of word, but I like this because this is speaking to us, you know, as worshipers, as worship leaders, where we have the old, you know, we don't want to forget that. We don't want to um, be disrespectful to that, but we bring what God has given us and the, the new thing that he has anointed us with, and together we can do that together. So, those are little things. Um, I'll just show you before. There's some good ones, um, like in the beginning, knowing the peace of Jesus. So you would, it's all about knowing his peace, um, the, the prize. But it's even talk like blessing your spirit about having friends during transition and change. It's just really, really cool. I love it. So that's one thing that you could do. Right. Now we're going to get a little bit more interactive. And we've been quite interactive today anyway. Um, but we've, we've heard from Sunday school. I, I mean, those of us who used to go. I didn't really go to Sunday school. Um, but there were, we've heard about the fruits of the Spirit, right? And how the Holy Spirit can help us live our lives and have good character. Um, and I just wanted to remind ourselves. Now, I would like some help. Can I have one volunteer come up to the front? Five, four, three. Yeah, Alicia! Woo! Yeah, you get treats if you volunteer in my. So stand here. Okay. I want you to hold this. What does it say on her? It says love. Love is one of the fruits of the Spirit. Bless you. So what I want us to do is, um, I want, if, can anybody think of one or a few examples where Alicia has, has showed the, spirit, uh, the fruit of the Spirit of love during this time? Just shout it out. She gets Grace ice cream. That's very loving. She, yeah. She speaks truth. She drew a note. What'd she do? <laughs> she gives amazing hugs. And cuddle. She confronts in love. So good. So these are different ways that Alicia has displayed love. So I'm guessing you have like physical touch is one of your love yeah. languages, <laughs> and give act, give act, like 
gifts, maybe, like doing things for people. Um, that's beautiful. So this is one way that the Holy, Holy Spirit can manifest itself in love um, towards others. And it seems to me that Alicia is very loving towards others. Um, now let's put on our worship leader cap. What are different ways in leading worship that we can display this? And think about last week. Think about your experience here and the time that you've been leading worship, even outside. What are different ways that we can do that? Kiana? Listening to everyone in the group, yeah. Give what? As a word, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so giving encouraging words um, to your team. What a different... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're, you're incorporating them in your heart. You're saying, you're worthy of my time. Like, and that's what, you know, you're laying down your time for other people. Alina? Yes, so true. So Alina was saying um, that you have to love in order to lead, lead worship. Because if you stand up there and trying to lead people in worship and, and, they, and you don't like people or you're having a grudge, that's probably not cool. So tr- what are different situations you could find yourself in that you would have to use the fruit of love? In yeah, in worship leading. Or in a team. Yeah, but like, okay, different examples. Like, you get to a church and the pastor has invited you, but he he doesn't acknowledge you, you know. He basically just sees you. You feel like he sees you like just someone who's going to do something for him. Like, how do, like, little things like, like this is my, my, just examples, like, where you might have to use love. And yeah, maybe even honoring the pastor in front of them. That would be one way. And be like, I'm, you know, in your, even if you just stood there, you might have to, you could even say, even though he hasn't even said hi to you, like, I am so thankful for pastor blah, 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 who invited me. This is what I see in him. You know, honoring him, lifting him up in front of his church, even though that's walking in the opposite spirit and in the spirit of love, I guess. Any other examples like that? Maybe from your own life.
So like in the band, if they've learned it in their own key and they, yeah, they kind of are adamant that that's the key that they want to do it in. And <laughs> so true. Yes. You know, sometimes it could even be like how you sing a song. But I've always known that song to be sung that way, you know. This is not going to bring the spirit if we sing it that way. <laughs> but yes, it will. So, cool. So those are ways that we can you know, use love, and we know that we have to put it on. So thank you so much, Alicia. Can I have another volunteer? Yeah, Kiana. <laughs> You've got joy. Can anybody now, let's tell, what are some of the ways that um, Kiana has... Um, shown joy, the fruit of the spirit of joy. She laughs. You laugh heaps. <laughs> she, so she, she likes to laugh. How does she bring joy? Awesome. So wanting to make others feel happy, yeah. Tells jokes. So good. So her joy is contagious. Yeah. So good. And that's like, as a worship leader, you know, if we come into a, a church or a prayer room and we're just like... <laughs> you don't bring your junk, you know? Like, <laughs> like how, how we, can, we can then, okay, Joy, I need you right now. How do we display joy? Um, you, you do that through who you are, how you, the songs you pick maybe, um, and what you say as well. So you're accessing joy to bring joy. And because what, um, what we are feeling right now, what we are accessing with the spirit, like that, that is what we, what, we, what we kind of produce or project. So in, I've, I've had times where I've come to lead worship and I've not been in a good place but you have to say okay Lord I give you this and I choose this I choose joy so you kind of put it on um, and it's yeah to be able to so you don't want to project all your all your junk um, but you do want to be real so and what are other ways um, you might need joy in leading worship or like different situations that you might be in Early in the morning, yeah, okay. That's a good one. <laughs> so good. Or late at night sometimes for me. I'm such a morning person. Like you, you ask me to lead worship at 9 p.m., I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, I'm so tired. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. 
good. Mia. That's a good question. Good one to ponder on. Okay, let's move on. Thank you so much, Kiana. You can take your candy cane and go. Anyone else? Jeannie, get peace. Let's tell Jeannie how. She has displayed the spirit, the fruit of peace. Calm. calm, so not stressy. <laughs> I think so much of your it's true. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's true. <laughs> Just maybe when when you walk into places and you bring that peace, you bring that, um, and that's that's one of your strengths that you can like if if you come into a situation like you have the authority because you carry peace, you have the authority to kind of step into a situation and speak into it, speak peace into it, not just ignore it. So I'm kind of prophesying that to you, like you have that um, that authority from the Lord to do that. So yeah, and don't just be like. Oh, I don't see peace and kind of, but you're just like, I'm gonna, I, you can bring that, bring that peace. Yeah, and I don't know if we can give s super many examples now about leading worship, but um, without, you know, regurgitating some of the ones we've already done, but um, we get to bring the Holy Spirit's peace. We get to um, come into churches. You don't know, but some churches might have like a split going on. You might have had many people leave. Um, sometimes, like when you when you're going to do your set list, the Lord might really impress upon you peace. Like you want, you're going to bring peace. It's not that you might not bring um, be playing songs of peace, but just you'll be tapping into that part of His Spirit and just releasing it. So you know that you can release it as you're leading worship. So uh, yeah, I like that. Go ahead. Good job, Jeannie. <laughs> Someone else? We can have a step, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Which is <laughs> patience. <laughs> Get, let's give examples of JJ using patience. Okay, what, what are the examples?
true. Good job. Good job in displaying patience. He just really wants the candy cane. Um, context of leading worship then, like patience. This is true. <laughs> yeah? Like, like if, if, the, if, the, if the platform is like super hyper or like not, not liking our songs, we need to like still lead the worship, you know? Like we can't just like, you know, take it to the next level and just walk out. Like mm -hmm. We need to have that patience. At least we have patience to even listen. Mm -hmm. It's good. Waiting for the crowd to set, yeah, 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 without going, shut up, be quiet, yeah, Lauren. It can. Yeah. But the Lord says no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And uh, like with your band saying, okay, yeah, we'll do that once more, you know. Extra patience. Um, and I just want to jump on what Lauren was describing. Do you remember that time when David was um, leading worship? And he was kind of staying on the one song for a while. And, and it was a... And now I'm just going to share you a little bit of my process and what was happening. Because I wasn't leading, but I was, I was wondering, like, we're a bunch of worship leaders in the same room. So we're all kind of thinking... Where is he going? What's happening? You know, we're not necessarily all just kind of entering into it because that's part of the job. We're called to think like that. So I kind of went up to Dave and I was like, do you have a plan? <laughs> and he said, I think that the Lord wants us to stay here for a while. And then I said, great, communicate it, you know, because then as he communicated it, then you all were like, oh, okay, now I can relax because I don't have to worry about where we're going next, you know. And that's um, something that I try and do when I'm leading worship. And I, I will I'll be asking the Holy Spirit, what are you doing here? What is happening in the room? And then I might speak it out and say, this is what God is doing. This is what is happening. Um, because that brings a comfort and a stability to those who are being led. And then they know how to, how to respond. And then the rest of the team as well. So, and, and, that, and then... That turned into the crazy freedom, throwing down our fear, throwing down all of those things with David McDaniel in the end. So, th so just that's kind of what happened, and it was really, really good. So, yeah, it was excellent. If you try to rush, then 
you miss on one thing that but you will just not it after the worship set. Here's something. Yeah. Awesome. Good job. Peace. 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 That was patience. I said peace. I don't know why. <laughs> Boo. Okay. Next one. I'm going to do it random now. Da, 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 da. I don't know which candy cane I pick it. Gentleness. Let's encourage Lynn. How has she displayed gentleness? Kiana. When you speak, you're very gentle when you speak as well. And, yeah. And in, in all of this, I think we've said it a lot with, like, leading worship. How we approach people, how we deal with them, when we're talking to the sound guys, when we're talking to the pastors people that we meet in the church. I think for me, it could even be, I don't know, but when you finish the, the end of a worship set and like the token kind of odd person of the church just makes a beeline for you, you know, and just like, I want to go talk to that person, you know, and you're just like, ah, you know, it's so, <laughs> Lord, give me, give me your grace, give me your gentleness. And so then you have to, you know, you've got to love and honor them through just how you how speaking. And, and they might want to have you there for, like, a very long time. And so it, even then, it's like, okay, boundaries, but being able to say it gentle, gently, you know, like, oh, it's so good. Like, thank you so much for coming back and talking to me. I have to set, set down the, the equipment now, but thank you very much, you know. Because they, they, might, they might be desperate for someone to talk to and... You know, God has done something, but they, they, they need someone else to talk to for half an hour. So, yeah. But, yeah, little things like that. Don't just ignore them. Sometimes it's easy to be like, you know. But, you know, to meet them with the, the love of the Lord and see them how, how the Lord sees them. So, yeah. Good job, gentleness. We've got time for it. Steve. Dun, 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 dun. Faithfulness. 
How have we seen Steve being faithful? Just by you obeying the Lord. Like, just even in the last few weeks. That's definitely faithful to him. What are other ways that he has been faithful? Yeah. So good. That's good. Faithful to his character. He's not being fake. Not fakefulness. <laughs> Faithfulness. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Faithful. He's faithful in work duties. Good. Um, I feel like there's going to be a lot to say about how can a worship leader be faithful. Let's go for it. Let's thrash it out. Huh? Showing up on time to practices. Yep. Yeah. Preparing well, setting up, getting there on time, doing preparing a good PowerPoint. That is very good. Treating other people's instruments and equipment well. It's really good. I like that. Respect. Respecting the program. That's true. Do what you um, say you're going to do. Yet let your yes be yes and your no be no. That is extremely um, important. Yep, having faith that God will show up. Coming in an atmosphere of faith as well. So it's not just by being faithful, but you bring faith. So you can, you can access the Holy Spirit to bring the atmosphere of faith. Like you might come into a room and everybody needs their, um, their money for their lecture phase and you can just sense fear and anxiety all over the room. Well, what do you do? You bring an atmosphere of faith. Um, and you can do that in your leading worship. You can choose songs which, which show God's faithfulness. This is also good ways. Cheryl.
Wow, that's beautiful. And the Lord is faithful when you are faithful. As you know, He shows up. Wow, that's really good. And and f- that's same thing for us. Like, have you said to that school, um, I'm gonna. Yes, I'm going to lead worship for you every week for the next quarter. Um, like, are you? G- and the first few times you're like, yeah, just, you know, uh, and it's every week you kind of have to make a decision to do it. Could maybe it could be that they don't, you know, they're not engaging or everybody just loves to do, uh, you know, n- not the way that you're leading. I don't know. There may be too many kids running around and you just don't want to go. But you go because you said yes. You go because you're faithful. And um, because that is what God has appointed you to do. You know, what you say yes to, you do. And that shows God's faithfulness so much as well. We represent him. We represent him in everything we do. We are worship leaders. We are, come, we, we are called to bring his presence. And if... If we are people who just show up whenever we like. Okay, I'm going to tell you a story. Um, you know, here we have uh, Worship Times corporate um, DTSs. When we, they have like a, uh, during the week. Um, they normally have like worship bands who come and they lead worship during the whole week. Um, before or after the, the meeting or someone has spoken. And there was a, a few years ago, there was one particular person who was leading the worship during that time. And uh, Darlene actually came to Daniel and said, I don't want that person leading worship here again. Like, um, and it wasn't because they played a, a bad song or anything like that, but because um, after every time they led, they would like take off and they, they didn't, and then they would come back just right on time for the time for they would lead again. But they wouldn't sit, they wouldn't see or hear what Darlene was speaking, you know, so that they, they would like feel and ask the Lord, what are you doing? So they basically, like, she was like, no, that's not how it works. You can't just come and then play and then bog off and then come back, you know. I want, like, God is doing something. I want you to be here and to listen to what the Holy Spirit is doing because that is what we want to do. We want to impart something. Um, And, you know, we didn't employ a musician just to come and play some nice songs at the end, you know. And that's how we can show our faithfulness and and God's faithfulness by by sticking to the task and doing it um, and and doing it with all our might. So, so yeah, the way that our character is, is definitely... People see it, um, and people will notice it. So that's why I, f- I feel it's so important to to share this with you. And like, holy, Sp- we need Holy Spirit to help us to have that character. Um, and you know, a vulnerable moment story for me. Like just even a, a year and a half ago, I was in a relationship, and. Uh, and I was about to be leading a school, you know, with Daniel last year. And sometimes the way we, we conduct ourselves in a relationship might might not be, you might not be outright sinning, but you might not be f- fully, like, having the fear of the Lord. And so I'm just, like, asking my Lord, uh, asking God, like, I want the fear of the Lord. I want to, I want to be, 
leading a school where I can be, um, where, my, where I can say to my students, this is how you should conduct yourself in a relationship. And if I'm right now not okay with how I'm conducting myself in a relationship, like I'm talking talking about like you know physical boundaries and things like that. Um, I had to like really look at it and I was like, wow, no, Sam, you've got to change your ways. Um, and by stepping back in that, it helped me real see a lot of things. And I had fear of the Lord and I was like, this relationship isn't actually right. I need to break up. Anyway, that wasn't the whole point. The point wasn't that I was going to break up. But the point was that I said, stop, Sam, you can't live like this if you're going to have to show other people how to live their lives, like you're going to be discipling others, so, so that's what I did. I, I, yeah, had to had to do that, and but it was great because it gave me such a fear of the Lord. Like there is so much more to being a leader. There's so much more when we have to, when we take on responsibility of leading others, of doing things. We can't just live in our own little bubble and do our own thing, thinking that nobody else is going to be affected. But um, how I live my life will affect other people around me. And that's why we have the blessing of the Holy Spirit, because we cannot do it by ourselves. And, and he, we need him, you know. So we'll finish that after the break, and we'll do another really fun thing after the break, too. So, yeah, come back in, in 15, 20 minutes. And can be seen. Um, and I think especially for us who who will have a, some sort of platform, whether it's actual physical platform or it's people are following you kind of platform. Um, just that fear of the Lord to know people, people are going to look, even if I don't want them to, I, you know, like, I don't know, I've, I've had to know, to go through it really in my, in my life just this last little while. Like people who, probably who I don't even have a clue might be watching me. How is she leading? How is she doing? What, is, how does, what does her life look like? Um, for whatever reason they have. And I, don't, I can't judge that. But am I being faithful to God? Am I being true to what he's asked me to do and called me to do and to my identity? You know, those are all good, good things to ask when you're going and knowing that you have to be. Maybe... Um, fill in your evaluation forms after. That would be really, really good because then I feel like I have your focus. Um, sweet. I know you guys are so eager to do homework and stuff, but there are times for different things. Um, okay. Another way of having like life in the spirit and leading worship in the spirit. Um, actually, I actually had it here. Is... We can use the Holy Spirit, or use the Holy Spirit, sounds so harsh, but be influenced by the Holy Spirit as we're leading. As I said earlier, we say, Lord, what are you doing? That sort of thing. Um, but we can also <clears throat> write new songs. We can sing over people. We can sing over nations. And that's what we're going to kind of practice now. Um, it says in Psalm 96... Verses 1 to 3, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Declare his glory among the nations. So there's always a new song. There's always something that he's singing out, bringing life into the atmosphere. And we get to tap into that and, and do that. 
And what we're going to do is we're going to sing over the nations, prophesy over the nations. And uh, yeah, so we're kind of going to do it one by one. But I need just someone from a nation, one person. I need a volunteer to come. Do you want to do, do Sweden? Yep. Or Santi? You want to do Mexico? Okay, come. <laughs> yes. So what we're going to do is we're going to be interactive. Can everyone stand up and kind of come, come around here? Maybe we can move some of those tables back. And JJ, maybe I can have you play the piano a little bit. Just play some progressions. Maybe just stand in the middle. And everyone gather around Santi. Awesome. I like it. A little bit of a river going on here. Stand in the river. So good. Okay. Now, th this is going to be, it's not for Santi, but it's for the nation of Mexico, the country of Mexico. And what we're going to do now is we're going to close our eyes. You can, and we're going to ask the Lord for one word. We're asking the Lord for one word for Mexico, okay? So just let's do that. Lord, we thank you for the nation of Mexico. I ask God that you would uh, yeah, help us clear our minds of anything that um, is distracting. And we ask, Lord, for you to speak to us. Holy Spirit, speak to us your heart for Mexico. Give us a word, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, what words are we getting? Wait, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Beloved? Awesome. Richness. Warriors. Awesome. Okay, now we're going to um, sing over these things all together. Just sing, sing those words, pick words, and sing them out over, over Mexico. But 
let's pray for him. Let's like we can lay our hands on him as well. Um, and this is we're praying for Mexico. But so whenever you need, just pick a word and sing over Mexico. And then, and then I'm gonna. I might like we might find that there's some that are coming out more, and then get a song. But yeah, so let's just sing the words right now, just random. You are the light, you are the light. Just sing, bring restoration. Bring restoration. Bring restoration. Bring restoration. Bring restoration to Mexico. Bring restoration. You will bring restoration. For unity, bring restoration. Yes. Is there anything else that was really being impressed? Any one word that was being impressed? Treasure. treasure. Okay. And abundance. Okay. Let's sing that out. Treasure and abundance. Yes, God. You are treasure. You are treasure among the nations. You are treasure among the nations. Richness, rich in love. Rich in Speak it out. Just sing it out over Mexico. This is not just over Santi, but this is over the nations right now. We are interceding for the nation of Mexico real time. We are blessing the nation of, of Mexico. We are blessing Mexico right now. So keep singing it out. Keep singing out. 
No more slavery, Lord. No more slavery, God. No more slavery. Be released. The captive set free. There's something about freedom. We want to pray for the freedom of Mexico today. We want to pray for the freedom. We speak that out. We prophesy that out today. We prophesy. You are free indeed. You are free indeed. You are free indeed. You are free indeed, Mexico. Be released. Be released. Be released. Be released. Be released. Be released. You are free. Free indeed. You are free. Free indeed. You are free, free indeed. There is so much he has for you, so much he has for you. If you feel like you have a song, just sing that out and we'll join you. Just keep singing, but sing it out extra loud. speak unity over Mexico right now. Sing unity. So we ask, Lord, what do you mean by unity, God?
You're his beloved bride. We declare that they will know who you are by their love for one another. Their love for one another. So break every chain, break every wall that's separating them. Break every chain, Lord. Break every wall. We ask, Lord, for forgiveness, reconciliation, reconciliation. Yes, Lord, sow a seed of forgiveness, sow a seed of reconciliation over that land. Holy Spirit, come. Come with revival, God. As your bride loves you, God, as your bride comes together. Holy Spirit, we ask that right now people would be convicted, Lord, of of wrong ideas and wrong thinking, Lord Jesus, in their hearts, Lord. I ask for pure motives, Lord. And against all feuds and all family feuds, I just ask, Lord, that you would break the bondages that are holding people back. Break the curses from the generations, God. That are holding people back, God. May I, may I pray for the young people of Mexico that they would bring forth that new thing. That new thing, that wave, Lord, of revival, that awakening that you are bringing forth in the Mexican church and in the whole of Mexico, God. I thank you for this beautiful nation that has so much, God. We pray for the nation of Mexico right now. Yeah, yeah, let's do it.
Remember to sing with your spirit. You're engaging your spirit. I feel impressed about um, the sword, that the sword is the word of the Lord, and that the word of the Lord in South Korea, as they proclaim, as they, as they speak it out, as they, as they live the word of the Lord, that they will be, um, that they will be declaring and releasing and demolishing strongholds, um, which will unite Korea, which demolishing those, those strongholds in, uh, in North Korea. And, uh, you know, I'm reminded of the weapons of our warfare are not of flesh, but we have divine power to demolish strongholds. And we, we do. So just let's, let's sing life and strength over the church in South Korea to, um, to declare the word of the Lord, to start proclaiming the word of the Lord, to living the word of the Lord. So I don't know how that would sound, but let's sing that out over, sing, sing just a, a a revelation of the word of the Lord. Mm.
I encourage you if you to if the Lord gives you a song, just let me know and we can sing it out. But I encourage you to if God has put a song on your heart, speak it out. The Holy Spirit is here. This Holy Spirit is moving. Anybody else feeling anything? Someone got the word friendship earlier, and then I felt the Lord saying, you are not alone. And I feel like that um, relationships are being um, attacked in Korea. I don't know for sure, but I feel like 
that that is being attacked because the enemy doesn't want relationship. He doesn't want friendships. He doesn't want um, that that to occur. Um, and and the, and, and the Lord wants reconciliation. He wants reconciliation. So we're just going to speak life and friendship and togetherness. Let's just speak words of life and reconciliation over people, over families, and over generations, especially generations. Pray reconciliation over generations, that there will be friendships. Father, when we are hungry, we ask for food, and you gave us food. When we needed a comfort, you gave us comfort, God. You saved our nations from poorest country to wealthiest. And we used you, still using your name for the blessing. Father, we, I ask forgiveness that we, we loved you with all our heart, but now we use your name to bless our nations and our children's God. And we just ask your forgiveness that we turn our hearts to you alone and everything else just comes. We don't pray for that, God. I just thank you for the blessings that you've given to our country. But we want to be blessing to others, not just bless our children and our lives. Please forgive us, God. Forgive us that we ruined our friendship, our first love for the materials. We want to turn our hearts to you in very basic, how you loved us, and we want to love you like that way, God. And, hmm. Cover our land from North Korea to South Korea with that burning heart, the burning love for you, God. Revive the country like once revived in 1903. <laughs> Your name will be exalted through the land because you so deserve. Mm.
We don't give our heart to anything else. We won't waste any our thoughts on anything else. But you alone, for you alone are God. You alone are God of Samchalikon Subangsan. You are God of Samchalikon Subangsan. You alone. <laughs> Thank you for your love that you didn't look at our stupidness, our foolishness. Do you remember how you created us? Thank you for your love, your love, who we are. Not because what we do, that you are, that you are. Help us not forget our brothers and sisters in North Korea, God, because we are so comfortable. Awaken, awaken the churches in the yes, South yes. Korea. Awaken the hearts of Christians yes, too. Jesus, Forgive those young that, who doesn't want to be unified because it's going to be make us uncomfortable, God. Forgive our selfishness. God, awaken those churches. It's new down once again. Once again, remember the brothers and sisters, God. The oppressed of the little ones. Let's not forget when we are cold and the one of the worthiest country. Don't let us not forget the poorest country and above us, God. Jesus. Jesus. Thank you. I feel as if God has a message for Korea. So I think he says, I haven't forgotten you. I hear you. I'm listening to you when you cry. And you have, you have no idea how angry it makes me to see you hurting. You have no idea how much rage I have to see you suffering. You're on my heart. I haven't forgotten about you. And I want you to know how much I long to just sweep you into my arms and hold you. I'm here, I'm, I'm holding myself out to you. You aren't alone, you aren't abandoned. You're on the mind of the Almighty. 
and you can't imagine how much he loves you. I just saw a picture of like like you know when it's an earthquake and and like the the plates or it's because of like two continents it's like tension between it and and it pushes and push it and and suddenly like it, it shakes and like God was telling me that okay we have been pushing like it's a small push and it's moving forward like but the big shake is yet to come. Like, I want to shake Korea. Is that? And, yeah, we are, just, we are just pushing forward. We are just praying and interceding for Korea. And, and it will come. Like, God is there in the midst of it. And, yeah, we just have to believe that we can shake Korea with praying and interceding for it. And, yeah, the tension will not be there after the shake. And it's two continents or two different parts of the world coming together as like, yeah, normal earthquake. Shake, shake, Korea. Shake, shake, Korea. Shake, shake, Korea. Have your way, have your way. Shake, shake, Korea. Shake, shake, Korea. Shake, shake, Korea. Have your way, have your way. Shake, shake, Korea. Shake, shake, Korea. Shake, shake, Korea. Have your way, have your way. Shake, shake, Korea. Shake, shake, Korea. Shake, shake, Korea. Have your way, have your way. 
Thank you for the release, God. Thank you for the release that you're bringing to Korea. Thank you, God, that you're humbling the people so you are bringing them to realization that you are the way, the truth, and the life. You are the only one, God. You are the one. Your word is the one that is going to break down strongholds. So, Jesus, we declare that you are King of kings and Lord of lords over Korea. You are King of kings and Lord of lords. Shake Korea, God. Shake Korea. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, God. Amen. Hmm. Awesome. See how we can get God's heart when we just engage our spirit with his and how we can sing over nations. So remember that this is a tool that we can use in small groups, but also in uh, when leading worship, you know, in prayer room. His, his heart is for us to do this. So, yeah. Amen. Um, one good thing to do when after praying and interceding, especially if it's something heavy, is you say, Lord, I give you the burdens back to you. I give it all back to you. Um, and that way we can be joyful intercession, intercessors. We don't have to be bogged down and depressed. So we just give it back to him, say, thank you, Lord. It's yours. It's a good practice to do. Amen. Yeah. Well, it looks like it's lunchtime. Remember to live within have the fruits of the Spirit. And, uh, yeah. We will. Is there anything happening this afternoon? Just the, the practices and then fair. So meet here at six thirty. It's for your to get your 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 maps and stuff. It'll be fun. Awesome, you're amazing. Don't forget your evaluations. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So it's kind of yeah, just being like, hello, <laughs> friends. <laughs>